0: Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one thousand one hundred and thirty-two, <coughs> August fourteenth, twenty twenty-three. Ninety-six degrees on this day in nineteen seventy-eight, and forty-three degrees on this day in nineteen sixty-four. Today's an off day. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna suspect that only the hardiest will be swimming, and if they are, they're swimming on a beach. I hope it's been kept free of weeds and unwanted algae and vegetation by Aquacide products made in White Bear Lake. They're easy to use. They work quickly. They've been uh, thoroughly examined by all of the proper environmental authorities. Here's what you do. You call Aquacide. Go down to the beach. Tell them the mess you're looking at and how you want it cleaned up and they'll make sure you get the right products and uh, your beach will be looking great. They've been doing this for 60 years. So I've seen these products work. In fact, I've I've used them and watched them work. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reaver's Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and of course, the Rookie. Here is your Flashlight King. Fireworks Commissioner, and the Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Susher. Okay, Marjorie Johnson, she's uh, 104 now, Yep. and she got a big spread in the uh, Minneapolis newspaper the other day, Uh, but nothing in that story mentioned what we're supposedly uh, trying to be uh, campaigning for, and that is getting a memorial to her at the state fair. Either a statue of her or a building named after her.
1: What would be bigger, a street, a building? building? I think the
0: building should be named after her. And uh, now I've got a note from, uh, who is this? Uh, Doesn't sign it, but a loyal member of the town council. My idea is to ask for volunteers during your broadcast at the fair to picket in front of the show. The science could demand she be rewarded by her massive number of blue ribbons for years of contributions to the fair. This would also increase the awareness of her accomplishments and the show's GL special affection for her. You often say, I can get you a sign, so here's your challenge to prove that. I don't think we have to pick it. Uh, It's it's not as though there's uh, some sort of controversy here. This is just us wondering why Marjorie can't be celebrated. So, rookie, who has replaced Hammer Time?
2: You need to find uh, out her a, name.
0: It's, it's a, a female because I, I, I know in my she's notes. a female, and you need to develop a relationship with her, and we need her on the show. We'll go right to the top. Okay, we'll, I'm good. sure she's aware of Marjorie Johnson. Everyone. Uh, ever affiliated with the state fair, is aware of Marjorie. Renee
3: Alexander. Well,
0: we need Renee on the show, preferably the first day. Got it. Tell her we need 10 minutes of her time. Uh, What's the building where Marjorie always displays her baked goods? What's that called? Is it the food building? Cookie Corner. No, No, it's not the Cookie Corner. It's um,
4: Uh, Whisker Biscuits Avenue.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that should be renamed for Marjorie Johnson. And we'll get the, let's go right to the... Let's go right to the top. I Why am I, and I normally don't allow myself to be this way, why am I so intrigued with the crazy airplane lady? I don't know.
3: Because uh, she's psycho? Well, now... Have you are you see, talking about
1: the agriculture, the horticulture building? Is that the one you're talking about? Wherever oh, Marjorie
0: displays her baked goods.
1: Some bakery
3: building. Education oh. building.
4: I think it's called the food building. Boy, if anybody... The yeah, food
3: building gets, is where you're know, buying cheese curds and uh, wild rice burgers. Sorry. Maybe you could... I'm doing it right now. Find it out. The,
0: the crazy plane lady went viral last week or 10 days ago or whatever. Her name's Tiffany Gomez, and she got off a plane before it took off because she, she believed that somebody at the back of the plane was not real. And, she said, and then she used a string of profanities. And, but she captured uh, the news gatherers' attention because she's white and she's attractive. That's the only reason that this continues to have legs. Although I think a black woman this attractive also would have gained legs. Okay. Uh, making these claims that the plane wasn't safe. I want off this plane. And it, and, and it captured attention. Well, now she's back making an apology
3: Okay, the creative activities, and building. it
0: barely looks like the same woman because it's okay. not. She has spent four to six hours, with, at least, with a makeup artist, okay. and, and she looks like a Kardashian or something. I mean, she's she's completely made up. She's a Texas-based marketing executive, and now uh, she is uh, launching a career based on her going bananas. <laughs>
3: okay right. wow. so i guess
0: I guess what intrigues me is it just doesn't take much anymore no to achieve true celebrity, however briefly true, uh, look at this picture of her that does not look like the woman it's, in the plane, pretty, right, but it is Chris says it's not Chris, I know, but you're you're wrong you're just wrong, Twitter says it's that, not that's her did Twitter say it's not? <laughs> Don't give me your Twitter. I, I little joke. Stop right? on your face. It, it, it's it's not. <laughs> it's her. her but, Chris. But go ahead.
1: Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: and she's uh, she's preparing to unveil something. We don't know what. But again, she's.
1: Well, I guess a reality television show. Well,
0: but she's playing the strings properly. She's uh, she's a babe. She got herself all babed up for the uh, mm-hmm. the apology, and now she's going to uh, unveil some new a career she might have in mind. I'm sure it'll be compelling content that she's going to provide, too. She issued an apology that was a real apology. She didn't say, I'm sorry, if you were offended by the fact that I'm a complete nutcase. Uh, and then there are people that believe she probably saved the plane from an accident by delaying it. Sure. There's no way to know that. Right. There's no way to know that, and I'm not putting any stock in that. But she, uh, she's out there with new babe pictures. All over the place. Yep. She's got new babe pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. And Chris continues to say that's not her.
3: That's
0: not her. Have you seen
3: the, the painting that somebody put together? Yes. With all Bigfoot and the unicorn. They're all sitting in their uh, well, seats. Give me a little
4: background. What happened? What
3: was the somebody initial?
1: captured her on an airplane on their cell phone. And she kept complaining that someone in the back of the plane. First of all, she's absolutely hammered. And she's pointing at the back of the plane, suggesting that the person at the back of the plane isn't real, or that M there's somebody on real. the plane who is not real. Which then spawned the rookie, uh, what rookie cited as the, you know, Santa Claus was on the airplane and
4: jackalope. Uh, so it had nothing because I'm reading something about um, the plane would blow up after it took off. Yeah, she mentioned something about she that as well. Forced
0: the people to deboard the plane. Uh, they were delayed three hours. She was issued a warrant for criminal trespass, but was neither arrested nor charged. And police found her outside the airport waiting for an Uber. Uh, and I believe they just let her go. And she went, and, but then her life went into a spiral because of this going viral. And shes I, well, I guess what I'm saying is she's uh, just bright enough... To turn this into something for herself mm-hmm. because she's got the looks for it. She's yeah. gonna she's gonna she's gonna pull this off because
1: she's a babe. And what I'm sorry, what was her first name again? Tiffany. Tiffany. Uh, above the crazy line, we have the danger zone. This is your redheads, your strippers, anyone named Tiffany, you go. Hairdressers. <laughs> this is where your car gets keyed, you get a bunny in the pot, your tires get slashed, and you wind up in jail. There
0: is no doubt, Chris. There is no doubt that isn't in contention that she's
1: no-go zone. Correct. She's completely no-go zone. But this person, who you, who you think is the same person, found it said, wait a minute, I kind of look like her. This woman has not come forward because I, I believe, personally, she fears prosecution because she had a, a warrant out for her arrest. And so this woman said, "Well, I'm going to capitalize on this opportunity." I'm sorry well, I
5: brought it up. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't the woman her name would be out there, the woman on the plane because she her was Her name is a...
0: Tiffany Gomez, Gomas, She has now issued an apology, and I guess I brought it up to, to <laughs> point out <laughs> to point out the uh, is it the sorry condition of our culture That's a or good point. or yes. the uh, It's sad. Because she could end up being a, a gazillionaire. Because it doesn't take much anymore to stir the public pot. Right. And you'll, you'll have a willing audience to believe all kinds of conspiracies. Conspiracies are are, uh, are ruining us, by the way. There's so many conspiracies about the fire in Maui. <laughs> have you noticed that? Yes. Uh, I
4: believe all of them. <laughs> I did say last week conspiracies make life fun. Come on! I did say last week, and I didn't uh, at all
0: uh, mean this as a conspiracy. But I was wondering why. Okay, it's been very hot and it's very windy, and you've been through this before. Where in the hell are the fire hoses? Why? Why why did this instantly burn the town down? Wasn't there any effort at all
4: to put this fire out? You're on my side. This is. Maui resetting. Wow. For the future. Yeah, there's going to be a whole new Maui you run by AI. All of the celebrities that had their, man, their million
1: dollar mansions, their houses didn't catch fire.
4: Right, because they're the one that mm-hmm. perpetrated it. I think it started by wow. Mike Lindell. Deep. This is in the <laughs> charter. It's in Maui's charter. They planned for this years <laughs> ago. John's not taking it. I got
5: to quit the show. I'm sorry.
4: Mick <laughs> <laughs> Fleetwood's uh, bar and restaurant burned down. Well, he's not part of the Illuminati, so screw Mick Fleetwood. Well, he can go to well,
3: The uh, Creative Activities Building is where those.
0: Thank things. you. <laughs> that should be the Marjorie Johnson Creative Activities Building. I, I think that's nothing. Nothing. you
4: get that, that, that gal up, Renee
3: it. Alexander. Call her today. Yep. Oh, nothing, I, I Such,
4: have... Nothing in 2023 can just be what it is. You know what I mean? It can't just be a fire that destroyed yes. it just can't be that there's got to be more right
5: i i have i have uh, an update to that whole water thing and the hose thing I'd they like were that. out they were out immediately during the frantic moments blah 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 uh, firefighters rushed to slow the spread were distressed to find out that the hydrant started to run dry because of all the water used hmm. so they ran out I, of water and the way i understand it the, it took an hour and a half to get oh. across the entire city basically the fire so they didn't have time to... Too bad apparently. there wasn't
0: some source of... A large source of water <laughs> you know,
1: nearby the town. You just throw a hose and, and suck the lake. water out of the ocean. The power yeah. company is also... Because weren't they warned several times ahead of this that they should probably
5: power yes. down? Oh, I didn't see that. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something I, I
0: have never been. To, I've never been to Hawaii, much less Maui. It Just uh, the devastation is horrible. Uh, the quite... Well, here's the word, Kenny. Quite literally, the whole town is gone. Yep. yep. And you've been to that town. I have. It yeah. seems unlikely. See, nothing can be likely. Right. I'm, I'm, right. I'm being it's, caught in, in, in the trap. Nothing
4: can just be what it is. What it is,
0: yeah.
5: Um, the water system in Lahaina... Relies on both surface water from a creek and groundwater pump from wells. Persistent drought conditions combined with population growth have already led officials at the state and local level to explore ways to shore up water supplies. They did break ground on new well on a new well two months ago to well, try and increase. For
0: capacity. fire purposes, suck the water out of the ocean. How difficult could that be? Well, you put you a pump down, down the there
3: there right i mean everything's burning anyway so what is matter you know the greatest
0: example kenny of things cannot just be what they are is climate change mm-hmm. i was sent by our buddy carl bear down in northfield he linked me to a piece on the powerline blog it's incredible uh The scenes out of Lahaini on Maui are horrific, but naturally the climate cult is rushing to say the inferno that engulfed the town is yet more proof of climate change. Uh, Hand over your car keys and gas stoves. Yes, I blame the climate crisis for the horrors on Maui, says a writer in that premier science journal Esquire. Never mind that Hawaiian officials have been warning for years that overgrowth of non-native grasses on the dry side of Maui and other Hawaiian islands was creating a severe wildfire risk. Uh, For an antidote to the madness, see, stop claiming the fires in Canada, Greece, and now Maui are due to climate change. Much of the summer's news has been about heat waves, which are also said to be proof of climate change, even though very few recorded high temperatures were broken this summer. Heat waves have always been big news for the media, but decades ago, no one thought to blame them on human sin. It is worth following a fellow named Don Penham on Twitter. Mr. Penham appears to have sufficient leisure time on his hands to scour old newspaper archives for articles on heat waves and extreme weather events. And he also turned up headlines from a few decades ago reminding us that wildfires are not unusual for Hawaii. And look at this. I have 12 pages Mm. of the headlines this guy has found going back 100 or more years. Wow. And it's, it's basically something we've always done. The sense wins. Right. And uh, uh, here's August 12th, 1911. Intense heat is unabated. This is from Germany. It, it's just, I, I can't read you all of these. There's millions of them. Here's Brisbane, Australia. Heat wave, Europe sweltering. August 11th, 1928. Heat wave hits France. August 12th, 1911. Uh, We're back to the Rhine. New York Times, August 12th, 1930. We learn about Iraq was 115 degrees. The Baltimore Sun, the Chicago Tribune, uh, the Baltimore Evening Sun, 1966. Temperature hits 131 degrees in Tudela, Spain in 1966. Fry an egg. Uh, 1949 Europe swelters. It's just, it's endless. The Cincinnati Daily Inquirer. Tuesday, July 31st, 1866.
1: Uh, uh, anyway, there you go. You know what you is. could do? What? You, you could hang on to those for later today. I think, I'm, I, think I will.
3: <laughs> yeah. You.
1: Don't you call me
4: a you. You. <laughs> you. Our gal, uh, Our gal Bridget McCutcheon is, um, you know, she's the gal um, circumventing the globe on her motorbike. Yeah. Yes. She's in Iraq right now. She has to leave at 3 in the morning because by 7 a.m., it's so bleeping hot oh out God. that nobody can function.
3: See you on that. Wow. Yeah, no way. Just
4: insane heat. Where does she go from? And it's all climate change. Just 10 years ago, it was snow all summer. Right. <laughs> uh, she goes from Iraq into Iran. Wow.
0: Why is it? That nothing can be what it is. Why is that?
1: And when did it start?
0: Why can't a woman have a meltdown on an airplane? Well, she can. And that's it, and period.
1: She, that probably always took place, but now because of social media, we see it happen.
0: See, that's a great point. In 1957, just to pick a year at random, some woman had a meltdown on an airplane and got off the plane mm-hmm. saying ridiculous things. But we don't know that. Or we we don't know
1: who she the was. The entire free world didn't see it. Social
3: media ruined it. Social media is what? Because now, back then, you'd, you didn't know that she freaked out in a plane, so you didn't have an opinion on it. Right now, this goes viral. Kenny, I've got an opinion, you've got an opinion, and people feel the need to tell people what their opinion is. And that further along makes people go... No, you're an idiot, Herb. Yeah, it well, and
0: then it in, and then in some cases it's it's further complicated by the subject of the viral situation uh, somehow not letting it go and, and introducing wow. herself to it in new ways to keep it alive, like this, gal.
1: Okay, hundred percent. That's who baited herself is. up with a makeup artist and pretended to be the
4: woman in the video. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with Chris on this one. The, 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 they look like two different They're people They're two me. completely different looking people.
3: Okay, but then Joe's argument would be, why would that, lady? What,
1: what, but no, Joel's argument is spot on. This woman is capitalizing, knowing full well that she's got a money train down the line because of, of this woman's outburst on no, the airplane. No, because if this but, is a fake, but, she'd
0: be sued by the real
1: woman.
5: Right, and and the, the real woman name, doesn't want
1: to come forward.
5: But her name is out there. She was charged. This is her. This is, this so, is her. So the real woman's name is out there.
0: Okay. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen uh, makeup jobs that leave you uh, uh, stupefied that that was the same person you were yeah. looking at prior to the makeup job? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all that this I was. I click on those links
4: all the time. Sure you, <laughs> do. Yeah. you will not believe what this celebrity looks like now. Yeah. I'm there for that. Yeah. Every single <laughs> one. Well, uh, that's what happened in this case.
1: Uh, above the crazy line. It's a Tiffany.
0: I, gr- <laughs> I grant you. Sure, name is Tiffany. Which completely gives it away. Say if you're, or
1: strippers, uh, or.
0: if you're—I uh, hope the garage door didn't get hit by hail. Can garage doors get hit by hail? Sure. Yeah. Because sure. precision door, yep. uh, precision door of the a uh, precision garage door of the Twin Cities would help that. My little orange car, which nobody likes, I'd like to announce that it was outside during Friday night's hailstorm and did not suffer any damage. Well, that's good. Any damage. And uh, I could have put it in the garage, but I didn't get around to it. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities, my new garage door guy. They just happen to be the whole family, and they take care of everything from doors to openers to pairing all that electronic technology to your car or however you want to do it. The springs, the rollers, they take care of that. Funny noises, they take care of that. They are are available 24-7. They don't charge extra for weekends. They're around the metro and western Wisconsin. Now, everybody needs a garage door guy. There's a million of these outfits out there. You got to get the right one. Yeah. My guy happens to be this family Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Tell them you like the fact that a Garage Logic family is in the garage door business. They fix garage doors right, they fix them correctly, and they do it the first time. Get help online at precisiondoormn.com.
1: Hey, Gellers. This is Pete Arnold from Hire a Pro. You know, the company that helps you be your own contractor so you can make the roofing company profits instead of the roofing company? I've got Chrissy here. So, Chrissy, why are you in my commercial?
3: You helped me replace my roof. How did that go? It went great. You educated us on how everything worked, showed us behind the curtain, so to speak. And after our $25,000 roof was replaced, we walked away with almost $6,000 for the work we put in.
0: And what work was that?
3: Uh, Well, we got the permit and we picked the color. Higher Pro handled everything else. You did a great job. And I'm not even being paid to say that. If anyone's listening and has a storm damage claim, call them. Don't hire a roofer, hire a pro.
4: That's awesome. I, I appreciate the
0: kind of words, and I, I think you just made up our new motto. All right, Joe, you're up. So if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400 or visit them online at pro. That's hire a, and then put the dot there, pro.
2: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware
0: stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere.
4: The Liberty Lucky 7 safe sale still going on at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. For a limited time, you can save on seven different safes, uh, seven of the uh, most top quality Liberty safes, and you can secure unprecedented savings right now. The best in the business, the Liberty Safe, is uh, no equal, constructed right here in the United States by American uh, Americans. Fully transferable warranties, Best fire protection you can buy. And GLers can now take advantage of the convenient financing options at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Uh, 0% APR for 6- and 12-month loans. It's like, you know, you don't want to spend all your cash, so just make a down payment. Do the six-month financing, 0% APR, and get it out of your hair within a half a year. That's perfect. That's wonderful. And while you're there signing up for that, make sure you ask Rich about delivery and setup. Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com.
0: The uh, Gumption County deputy is weighing in on the Ricky Cobb situation on Friday's oh, show. You brought good. up the inappropriateness of the meetings the governor and Hennepin County attorney, Mary Moriality, had with Ricky Cobb's family. I just wanted to comment on that. Moriarty's office passed the meeting off as no big deal, according, uh, according to her office. They simply wanted to listen to the family's hope for the process. Joe, the family has made clear what they hope for, the firing, charging, and, of course, imprisonment of the troopers involved. Anything less will not placate the family, activists, or left-leaning politicians. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office also said they wanted to be transparent and accessible. If being transparent and accessible is truly their goal, then why not invite the troopers and their attorneys in for a meeting to apprise them of the information being mm-hmm. provided to the family Regarding the case and answer any questions they might have, I am sure the troopers and their lawyers would like assurances Mary Moriality's office recognizes they want a just process as well. Sadly, go- sadly, Governor Walls has been even more self-serving. You correctly pointed out that had the driver in this case been white, walls never would have attempted to meet with the family. The Star Tribune's article last week about Walls and Moriarty meetings mentioned something I had completely forgotten wall's proclamation that during dante wright's funeral there would be a statewide two-minute moment of silence last month when fargo police officer minnesota native jake wallen was killed in the line of duty i never saw or heard anything regarding a proclamation for a statewide moment of silence for officer wallen nor did i see or hear anything about wall's meeting with wallen's family but that was fargo Jake Wall. well, I guess he's a Minnesota guy, though, because Jake Wallen had been a member of the Minnesota National Guard. Being a retired member of the Minnesota National Guard himself, the governor was a brother-in-arms with Officer Wallen. Police work is not a game. I have mentioned more than once that cops do not want to shoot anyone. Cops involved in shootings that result in death are typically out of police work within seven years of the incident because it is so traumatic. An incident in Dallas last week illustrates just how traumatic a Dallas officer shot and killed a suspect who pulled out a gun while the police were trying to arrest him. The next day, that Dallas officer committed suicide. This idea cops are looking to kill people, especially people of color, for no reason at all is so beyond wrong. Name one police-involved shooting you could point to the officer afterwards and say, that cop sure looks like he's having a good time. I wish I could trade places with him. Hope your winter has gotten off to a good start. Take care. Signed the Gumption County deputy, who must be uh, a twenty first Today felt like winter, didn't it? Sure did. Yeah, and yeah. by the
1: way, Steve, I don't know what the temperature is supposed to be, right? but it was cool this On morning. On the Walls point, uh, didn't one of the deputy's families tell Governor Walls not to... Come to the funeral? Because we talked about that on the show.
4: Now, wait a minute. Are, are you talking about the Pope County deputy? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, yes. That's the
1: Pope County okay. deputy. Yeah. Um,
4: a Josh Owen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Okay. By the way, Steve Letting in Minneapolis wants us to quit blaming Minneapolis for Mary Moriality. Uh, she is the Hennepin County attorney. The entire county voted her in, not just Minneapolis. Hennepin County has 1.3 million residents. Minneapolis has 400,000. You should be blaming all the residents of the county, not just the ill-informed citizens of Minneapolis. And as a resident of Minneapolis, I
4: did not vote for her. Now something that's really... She uh, won that election by a shocking margin, did she not? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was not close at all.
0: Now listen to this. This is uh, very interesting. I think I'll leave the fellow's name out of it, but he provides uh, evidence of veracity. Uh, My blood boils as I listen to your August 11 discussion on Governor Walz's meeting with Ricky Cobb's family. I work for the Minnesota Department of Health. And our latest governor-appointed commissioner, Brooke Cunningham, seems to have been a straight-up race-hustling diversity hire. I have heard from Brooke on three occasions. The first time was an insincere email generally thanking staff for public service, and the last two times were regarding Ricky Cobb. Please read the following emails that all MDH staff received over the past couple of weeks. I took screenshots of the email since I don't feel comfortable forwarding state emails to the true public servants on GL. First email uh, The impact of law enforcement associated fatal encounters from Brooke Cunningham to all Minnesota Department of Health employees. On July 31st, Ricky Cobb was fatally shot by a Minnesota state trooper on Interstate 94 in Minneapolis. On Wednesday, August 9 at 12 p.m., I will hold space for us to share the impact of law enforcement associated fatal encounters on us as individuals, as community members, and as public health professionals. This is a voluntary meeting. Uh, It will be held over teams and will not be recorded. I request that supervisors excuse interested employees from other meetings if they would like to come. Thank you. Brooks Cunningham, uh, MD, PhD, Commissioner, Minnesota Department of Health. Mm. I wonder if she's ever called a meeting for all of the people who are traumatized by all the young black m- men in Minneapolis who are shooting each other. Does that ever get I any mentioned?
3: I don't think that gets mentioned. Um, let me see that. Are, are we? Are you?
4: Are we taking this the wrong way?
0: No. Here's the second email. Yesterday, I hosted a listening session to hold space for us as a community to share the impact of law enforcement associated fatal encounters on us as individuals, as community members and as public health professionals. If you were able to attend, thank you for listening and sharing a special thanks to Scotty Carter, our diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging director (laughs) for leading us through the conversation. The initial feedback has been very positive. We know that one listening session is not enough and many of you all are understandably still processing yesterday's conversation. Employees can watch for opportunities for small group gatherings hosted by diversity, excellence, diversity, uh, equity, inclusion, and belonging in human resources. Details will be announced in the HR headliner and intranet news. As a reminder, free and confidential resources are available to staff through our employee assistance program. Thank you again, Brooke Cunningham.
4: Are you kidding me? Nobody seems to be asking how the trooper's doing. And that's my major big concern right now. He, he, he killed a guy, and you got to know that's affecting him you know horribly the weight of that but we have finally
0: found out what directors of diversity equity and inclusion and belonging do for example at the Minnesota Department of Health they apparently were finally given a task okay they they held a listening session on on people to talk about the uh, the Trooper and Ricky Cobb
3: I spoke with a former trooper at the airport and uh, asked him what kind of vibe that uh, meeting had with the troopers, and he said, yeah, I'm sure those guys were just shaking their heads going, really? We got to go do this? And and nothing came of it. Well, what if somebody would have gone
4: to that meeting and said, man, I really feel for this trooper. Is this trooper doing okay? Has anybody checked on him? Can you imagine the weight he must be carrying around? You know, How would that be... How would they react to that if somebody said that in one of these listening sessions?
0: Well, just as importantly, these are people that you, the taxpayer, are paying for. They hold jobs that are undefinable for achievement. And they think nothing, apparently, of dropping whatever they pretend to be doing. Mm-hmm to attend a listening session about a matter that you could certainly make an argument has nothing to do with them. Right. And, and what we, so what we get from the likes of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging people is the idea that we are here to embrace, uh, we are here to signal our virtue as part of the, as part of the reason we exist here, but, but that that, Incident between troopers and Ricky Cobb had nothing to do with the Minnesota Department of Health. And if you want to stretch your credulity to believe that, well, it affects mental health and what? well, wouldn't that be true of everybody? Yes. Why would that be exclusive mm-hmm. to those of you who just work for the Minnesota Department of Health? But these people think nothing of doing whatever they want to do. And with little regard... To their obligation to the taxpayers of Minnesota.
1: So,
3: cats out of the bag. But it's the
1: same line of thinking where if you have an opposing viewpoint, you're just going to be shouted down. It's that same mentality that's taking place here. You're either with us or you're against us. Because, Kenny, you had mentioned if someone were to bring up a question about the trooper, well, of course, they'd be shouted down.
0: The fellow who sent this uh, says, Thank you for GL. I don't miss an episode. Blank from Annandale. I'm not going to mention his name. Recently moved out of South Minneapolis due to gun crime in my driveway under my two-year-old's bedroom window. Dear God. All right. And now he's a a GLER uh, surviving in the in the public world of the Minnesota Department of Health. And so he copied us on these emails. It's just uh, it's amazing that this has nothing to do. With
4: the cro- Cobb and the patrol. Nothing. I wonder if they've ever offered their services to State Patrol uh, troopers and dispatch um, to work with them and their mental health and the baggage that they must carry around knowing what they know and seeing what they see and hearing what they hear I'll answer on your a question. daily basis. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. The baggage they must carry ar- around yeah. with them. Yeah. For seeing things that people shouldn't see let's take a time out uh briefly and bring back our
1: own john height shall we Since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help you with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality, serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more, Air Mechanical employs top trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive. Comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing, or electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. This
2: guy wears many hats,
4: just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Doesn't it sound like a song that you'd hear on a radio station called The Breeze? <gasps> Yacht 107. Rock 107.
5: Yes. So I've got two theories, like all, two theories okay. I, that
4: wasn't meant as an insult, John. Don't take that as an insult. I know,
5: but that's not what it
4: is. We just, we're here to make us up and entertain and be stupid and have fun. We're not oh, we're entertainers.
5: Oh, yeah, I that's right. we're we are not. We
4: are tonight. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> as as you know. <laughs> um, let me get through this before we uh, Start dig, dig ourselves other. a hole. <laughs> I've got two working theories. Have two working theories on why I'm not seeing bugs on my windshield these days. Number one, I think bugs be gone, just having it in the vehicle, that's some kind of voodoo, and it just prevents them from landing on your window. Number two is it's climate change. We're not not seeing enough rain, so I think we got about three feet of rain in the last 24 hours up in my area. I'm hoping the bugs will come out, and I'll be able to really use this bugs be gone, because uh, I like to wait till the windshield's full till you can barely see out to where it's really, really distracting. Spray the bugs be gone on it. Two minutes later, all the bugs are sliding down the windshield yes, like it's, that, yeah. like it's spam uh, <laughs> like it's spam jelly or something. It Ew. just it slides oh, right down the windshield. And then all you do is wash it off with literally no effort at all. I literally ebbs, literally. literally Literally, get the fog one out for that. Jeez. You know what? Go out before a rainstorm, spray the windshield, and then just go back to the Preventive. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Uh, But Bugs Be Gone, (laughs) what it has done is this irritating side effect of a hot summer. It's made it fun. I I love getting bugs on my windows now because it's just so easy to clean them off. It's safe for all finishes, non-toxic, water-based formula, no film, no haze when it drives. Use it on anything and everything. You just spray it on anything that's organic, and the stuff will wash right away. Bugs be gone. Just another miracle product for our vehicles from our folks at Seafoam.
5: Here's John Haidt. Thank you, Joe. Uh, A couple things before we get to the news. I don't know if we talked about this on or off the air part of the podcast, but uh, we talked about Ted uh, Kaczynski. Off the Uh, air. Was it? Okay. Well, his manifesto was printed by the Washington Post and New York Times because the FBI and the Justice Department wanted them to print it. And as it turned out, uh, Kenny pointed out off air also, it led to his arrest. Right. Uh, So there's that. What brought that up? Oh, the fact
4: that nobody, nobody tells people to just sit down and shut up anymore. And that's what social, that's one of the many ways social has damaged us as a country.
3: Uh, Joe still says that. So yeah. Still, yeah, there's yeah. one guy that does yeah. say it. And, yeah. It's not posted.
5: Uh, the Mary Moriarty uh, email from the fella, he he was correct. It looks like I went to the uh, website uh, with election results, the Office of the Secretary of State, and there are many precincts there. I went to about a quarter of them just to see the vote, and uh, she won handily pretty much everywhere except Edina. Minnetonka and Wyzetta, huh. and all three—all three of those were very close. You know, fifty-one, forty-nine, fifty-fifty. But all the rest, uh, she she won handily, say fifty-eight, forty-two, which was actually the final vote anyway. Uh, over, uh, she defeated Martha 58 fifty-eight, forty-two. So it was. It looks like the entire county, basically, uh, not just the city of Minneapolis. I'm that, a, uh,
4: I'm ashamed to say I, I don't remember anything about Martha. Nothing
3: at all. No, nothing's coming to mind.
5: No. She, I think she was a former officer. I shouldn't say that. I n- never mind. Strike that, please, Your Honor. Never mind, Emily. In the in news. An extraordinarily violent weekend in Minneapolis. Authorities have four people in custody, including a juvenile, after a Minneapolis police officer was shot Friday night. Police Chief Brian O'Hara says the suspects were apprehended following a high-speed chase that started in North Minneapolis. All of this started just before 8 o'clock. Friday night, officers seeing a Chevy Equinox near 36th Avenue North and Queen Avenue North. Authorities say the SUV matched the description of a vehicle used in a robbery. The officers saw that vehicle and uh, the chief noted, Chief O'Hara, they ran the registration, found out there was a cop's alert on that particular vehicle. O'Hara says the officers tried to stop it, but when the suspect vehicle fled, they did not pursue it. He said uh, about an hour after that, an MPD officer, identified by his as Jacob Spees, a a seven-year veteran of the department, was driving an unmarked car and saw the SUV. O'Hara well, said the officer followed it for about a mile to the area of 42nd Avenue and Colfax Avenue while calling for backup. The chief said the officer lost sight of the vehicle. He came around a curve and over the hill crest and began receiving incoming automatic fire. Uh, Spees was shot in the shoulder, taken by backup officers to North Memorial Hospital. Meanwhile, perlu- uh, police pursued the suspect vehicle. Uh, eventually, uh, they did get the suspects. Police say three males inside, including a juvenile, who were transported to HCMC with non-life-threatening injuries. They've now been identified today as uh, Navia Page, that of course, heaven, spelled backwards. Wow. Yeah, Freddie Davis Jr. and Jamin Bowman, all 19 years old, plus there was a juvenile arrested. A ghost gun, one that lacks a serial number and is typically assembled from parts purchased separately, was recovered inside the vehicle. Uh, the officer was released from North Memorial Hospital around one fifteen in the morning on Saturday with dozens of officers in attendance. That was a nice touch. Yeah. I saw that video. Yeah.
4: John, cool. did you see the story about the man that was shot at a punk show?
5: I, I have that, Kenny. I have, right. I have many stories from Minneapolis that involve violence. It was a I bad say. weekend. Yeah. It was. Man is dead and two other people were seriously injured after a shooting last night in Minneapolis. The shooting happened at the 1500 Nicollet Apartment Complex on Nicollet Avenue near East 16th Street around 8 p.m. Dozens of officers were at the buildings where they found two men, both in their 20s, with multiple gunshot wounds. One of those men later died at an area hospital. The other is now fighting for his life, according to police at HCMC. Meanwhile, an 18-year-old woman was hospitalized for potentially life-threatening gunshot wounds. Not clear where the shooting happened, but video showed crime scene tape could be found both inside and outside of the building. Police say they are investigating, and so far they've arrested nobody. If you have any info, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-TIPS. Uh, the thing Kenny referenced, a man is dead, six people injured after a shooting in Minneapolis Friday night at a party. Officers called to the 2200 block of 16th Avenue South around 10.15 p.m. where they found a man in his 30s dead, multiple people injured in the backyard. Authorities haven't released the name of the man who died, but friends identified him as 35-year-old August Golden. Six people, a man with a potentially life-threatening gunshot wound, four men and non-life-threatening wound, uh, gunshot wounds, and a woman with a non-life-threatening gunshot shot wound taken to the hospital there was a punk rock concert going on in the backyard when two teens ran up and started shooting before running away as of right now nobody is in custody uh, custody and the minneapolis police department is investigating that shooting
0: give me the address again uh
5: 22,
4: 22 16th south that's two, how can a backyard be big enough there for a punk rock show that's two blocks south of franklin between bloomington in I, I, but that my question the, remains the same. That's the definition of a rough neighborhood. But and the, it was it was a house party, Joe. I house know, but party, the backyard yeah. isn't big enough for anything, much less a concert. Right. Well, that makes it, it's not a concert. It's basically. Some a, guy with a guitar. It's a band playing at a house party. All right. Yeah. And, and this
5: apparently is somewhat common from what I hear from somebody who lives in my uh, residence.
4: Yeah. I oh. attended
1: one years ago, but I attended one and it's pretty common in that part of the.
4: My son lives over on the northeastern. and they have a lot of parties like this Mm -hmm. and his band plays and a bunch of other bands play Uh, my son was at my house up north over the weekend thank the Lord (laughs) uh, because there's a good chance he could have been at this yeah I'm sure he knows these kids
5: meanwhile over in st. Paul some businesses and residents in the lower town neighborhood told our friends at 5 eyewitness news that crime and open drug use continue to hurt businesses and make things unsafe there especially at night the lost fox restaurant has been burglarized more than four times since they opened in early 2022 and its owner annie rose told kstp things since the last burglary in april uh, april have not gotten much better she said we've had two more attempted burglaries both times the alarms went off we were able to come and the cops were able to come more cameras more motion detectors glass breaking more things on the inside we've had to leave lights on every night john what's rose i'm sorry
3: to interrupt what's the name of the restaurant yeah.
5: Uh, The Lost Fox Restaurant. Okay, thank you. Rose said people who are causing trouble for her business are getting more threatening as well. Rose said just a few days ago she asked a belligerent customer to leave and ended ended up injured. Lynn Murphy said she moved to the Lower Town Area in 2019 and things have become, in her opinion, much less safe. She said you walk anywhere down here after 6 or 7, it becomes like a danger zone. Rose and Murphy and other business owners said... St. Paul police have stepped up patrols in Lower Town and their increased presence has helped. City records show through the first seven months of the year compared to the same time frame in 2022, crime has gone down overall. Burglaries and sexual assaults are up, but robberies and aggravated assaults are down through July of this year. A man with multiple speeding convictions who pleaded guilty to criminal vehicular homicide avoided prison for the death of a 75-year-old woman last year. -year 45-year-old Christopher Lee Keyes of Corcoran was sentenced to one year at the Hennepin County Workhouse and a state sentence of four years in prison, which he'll have to serve if he violates the terms of his five-year probation. This crash, you probably remember we talked about it when it happened, happened back in May 2022, killed 75-year-old Sandra Wetterland of Ramsey. Court records say Keyes had a revoked license at the time for seven speeding convictions since November of 2019. And Court records show the crash happened at the intersection of 38th Avenue and County Road 101. Keyes was driving a Lexus sedan hit a Hyundai on the passenger side that was being driven by Winterland. The Hyundai was pressed against a townhome. Keys told responding officers that the Hyundai turned in front of him at the intersection. However, it's believed his car was going roughly 96 miles an hour Wow! right before the impact. The speed limit on that stretch of road, 45 miles an hour we'll take a break at this point, I think, and we'll proceed to Mr. Reavers. Thank Let you, start. Johnny.
1: And I want to make sure that you're aware of our friends at North American Banking Company, proud supporters of Logic's 30th anniversary. They'll be there this evening for the show at the chan Dinner Theater. So come say hi to Mike and the entire crew if, the, if you are in attendance this evening. North American Banking Company started back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed, since 1998 this commitment to being a true community bank in the twin cities that has not and they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other big banks but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they are also locally owned and operated. That's big because that means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. So when your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or to solve a problem, then turn to the experts and my friends at North American Banking Company. You can see them online right now. nabankco.com. nabankco.com is their website. North American Banking Company, member FDIC. Is an equal housing lender. From high atop the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, we're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Things in
0: part to North American Banking Company. Joe. How careful do we have to be?
2: <laughs> we're okay, buddy.
0: He hasn't figured it out yet?
2: We're okay.
0: <laughs> Did you go rheostat?
2: Here's, here, here's what happened last night. All right. Got home, put the rheostat in. Ooh. Now <laughs> he, he had called me, and we talked about fixing what he thought was a problem. Right. So let, me, let me let,
0: let, so let me let so me let me let me interrupt you. Let me shut this up again for people uh, just tuning in who didn't hear. Uh, Greg has run about uh, what two thousand feet.
2: Uh, pretty close to about twenty-three hundred.
0: Twenty-three hundred feet of electrical wire to his neighbor. And uh, ran it back to his house so he can uh, really uh, fool with the neighbor's Christmas tree lights. Okay, pick up the story.
2: And uh, and let's make sure that everybody understands. I'm not stealing any electricity or anything.
0: No, you're just turning on, on and off his lights.
2: We're just messing with his mind a little bit. Right. So, anyway, we got the estate in, throw the ladder on the truck, and we run over, climb up on the barn, and we're looking and talking. Says, you know, I don't, I don't know. And I said, well, you know what I think it is. I've been thinking about it. I think what happens is because when the wind blows, maybe it's got a little bit of a short in it. I think let's just take this section down, mm-hmm. go into town, buy a new set of lights, and put them up. Yeah, great idea. He said. So away we went. Get back. We put them up. Put all the lights up and everything, and and turns them on. Of course they work. Mm-hmm. Everything looks great. Mm-hmm. But last night we didn't mess with him. We wanted him to, you know. Revel a little bit in his glory.
0: Absolutely.
2: But now it's night. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I see him outside yep. and the lights go on, yep, we're gonna just slowly turn them <laughs> I know you got to get going to uh, to Patrick, but uh no, boy, look, he's... I could have told you some stories. He was in. He was just fit to be tied last night.
0: No, Patrick's not going to be on today. So I got I got another minute here. We can
2: talk. Well, he he said, "Man, I drugged my wife out here. I couldn't figure out what's going on. Yep. The lights go on, lights go off. Right. I checked all the connections, all the plugins. Thought I blew a fuse. I walked back outside. I look at the lights. They're off.
0: Oh, this is unbelievable!
2: All of a sudden, the lights come on.
0: <laughs> Wait till they dim on the guy.
2: What what's going on? Yeah. So. I let somebody else that lives out by me in on the little secret, and he says, "Well, here's what you got to do: you, you dim him, and after you mess with him tonight, and he calls you back up and wants to, you know, have you come and and help him again, mm-hmm. says you want to make sure that you don't get too far, because if he calls an electrician out to see what's going on, obviously you're going to get busted. Mm-hmm. So he says, maybe what you want to do is mess with him again tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, then leave him on for a couple of nights." Mm-hmm test with him again on the weekend, mm-hmm. so we're going to mess with him tonight a little bit. See what happens. I'm sure I'll get a phone call from him. And uh, we tried to set up the video camera last night from the deck to see if we could actually, you know, see anything mm-hmm. or focus on anything. And it's just—it's too dark. How far away is he? Oh, he's probably in city terms, probably two blocks, maybe somewhere in that neighborhood.
0: But you can clearly see when he comes outside. Oh yeah. From your deck. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now tonight you'll try the rheostat, uh, the rheostat. The, the rheostat is in and it,
2: it, it is ready to go, yet.
0: All right, got to call us tomorrow.
2: Oh, yeah, we will.
0: All right, call tomorrow. I will. All right, thank you. Have a good night. All, all, right, all right, Bye. Oh, it's going to be wild. The guy will be out tonight warm, really proud of his work, and the dimming will start. 30-
1: years of garage logic is brought to you by north american banking company a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender to learn more go to nabankco.com join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of gl memories
2: this guy wears many hats just not indoors
4: joe legal sock stalk, uh, stalking. That's what I'm talking about here. You go to moonmotorsports.com and uh, I guarantee you, you're going to be sitting on that website for about an hour or so. They've got a bunch of pre-owned bikes and other uh, stuff in sale. Uh, there's always something uh, cool for sale there. A used scooter, an ATV or two, a side-by-side sled. All sorts of different brands. So when you hear me say that Moon carries all of these brands, that doesn't even include all the great deals you'll find on you Used machines at Moon Motorsports. But if new is your thing, oh, Moon has all of the newest models in stock. And it's because of that deep inventory selection that Moon can source some of these hard-to-find machines that you may have been looking for. And it also gives you an opportunity to pay bottom dollar on top-rated machinery. As usual, the parts and service department's always ready to take care of you. And there's a ton of accessories to be had at Moon. Apparel, helmets, you name it, you can find it at uh, Moon Motorsports. Family-owned Moon Motorsports, just off 94, about 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities in Monticello, and that uh, that website you need to cyberstock MoonMotorsports.com. Ruck, you may have done this before.
0: Before we get back to John, I'm giving you an assignment. Uh, get me all the uh, get me biographical information on Emily Larson, the mayor of Duluth. Would you? Yes. And we'll we'll I'll need that in a bit. Here's John again.
5: Thanks, Joe. In other news, Hawaii's governor warned that scores more people could be found dead following the Maui wildfires as search crews go street by street through the neighborhoods. The blazes that consumed most of the historic town of Lahaina are already the deadliest in the U.S. in more than a century with a death toll of at least 96. Governor Josh Green told CBS Mornings, today we are prepared for many tragic stories. They'll probably find 10 to 20 people per day. It's probably going to take 10 days. It's impossible to guess, really. As cell phone service was slowly being restored, the number of people missing dropped from about 13 uh, dropped to about 1,300 from over 2,000. 20 cadaver dogs and dozens of searchers are making their way through blocks reduced to ash. Four Russian military planes flew into Alaska's air defense zone Sunday and again Monday morning, according to NORAD, which said the planes were deemed not a threat. NORAD said in a press release it detected and tracked the four warplanes which were operating in the Alaska Air Defense Identification Zone that surrounds the U.S. and Canada, but they remained in international airspace. NORAD said this Russian activity in the Alaska ADIZ occurs regularly, is not seen as a threat. A small central Kansas police department is facing a firestorm of criticism after it raided the offices of a local newspaper and the home of its publisher and owner. A move called by several press freedom watchdogs is a blatant violation of the U.S. Constitution's protection of a free press. The Marion County Record said in its own published reports that police raided the newspaper's office on Friday, seizing the newspaper's computers, phones, and file server and the personal cell phones of staff based on a search warrant. One record reporter said one of her fingers was injured when Marion Police Chief Gideon Cody wrestled her cell phone out of her hand. Police simultaneously raided the home of Eric Meyer, the newspaper's publisher and co owner, seizing computers, his cell phone, and the home's internet router. Meyer's 98 year old mother, record co owner Joan Meyer, who lived Lived in the home with her son, collapsed and died Saturday, Myers said. He blamed her death on the stress of the raid on the house. Meyer said in his newspaper's report he believes the raid was prompted by a story published last week about a local restaurant owner, Carrie Newell. Newell had police remove Meyer and a newspaper reporter from a restaurant early this month. They were there to cover a public reception for U.S. Rep. Jake LaTurner, a Republican representing the area the police chief and other officials also attended and were acknowledged at the reception and the marion police department highlighted the event on its facebook page the next week at a city council meeting, Newell publicly accused the newspaper of using illegal means to get information on a drunk driving conviction against her. The newspaper countered that it received the information unsolicited, which it sought to verify through public online records. It eventually decided not to run a story on Newell's DUI, but it did run a story on the city council meeting, which Newell confirmed the 2008 DUI conviction herself. A two page search warrant signed by a local judge lists Newell as the victim of alleged crimes by the newspaper or the newspaper asked for a copy of the probable cause affidavit required by law to issue a search warrant the district court issued a signed statement saying no such affidavit was on file according to the record
0: it's a complicated story it's a chilling story we're going to have to talk about it tomorrow
4: okay. we're going to get to it tomorrow I, okay i got the feeling that this happened down in hazard county and this was all perpetrated by <laughs> Boss Hogg and uh, <laughs> Roscoe P. Cletus Coltrane and, and the e- yeah. It has elements of that.
5: Yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Somalia's, maybe you've seen this video, Somalia's sports minister publicly apologizing and ordering that the chairwoman of the National Track and Field Federation be suspended after a seemingly untrained female sprinter... Represented the African country at the World University Games in China. Uh-oh. Took, took One train.
0: She was like Royce trying to run the 100-yard
1: dash. I'm
5: seeing John Belushi. <laughs> Wasn't was that Royce. a bit? That yeah, was, was a John yeah. Belushi bit. It took more than 20 seconds for her to finish a 100-meter race.
3: 20 seconds? <laughs> it's when he was... Uh, he was um, chocolate donuts. Chocolate donuts. Then <laughs> he was smoking. Yep. He's smoking and eating chocolate <laughs> well, this donuts. This was
0: worse than uh, who's our smoking marathon runner? Janis This was worse Janus, than Janice
3: yeah.
5: Minister of Youth and Sports Mohamed Bari Mohammed said his ministry did not know how 20-year-old Nasra Kar Ali was selected to compete in the Women's 100 at the student games in Chengdu on Tuesday. The ministry separately released a statement directing the Somali Olympic Committee to suspend National Athletics Federation Chairwoman Khadija Aiden Dahir amid allegations that uh, the runner was a relative of hers and was given the chance to compete at the games because of that. Uh, the best part in her qualifying race, Nazar Abukar was immediately left behind by the other runners, finished about ten seconds after the winner. <laughs> Despite being dead last, she did a little skip in the air as she crossed the finish yeah, line. Yeah, she was great. Nice little flare. <laughs> she was uh, she was very happy to have finished the race. So there you go. John, you
0: thank want you. More,
5: Joe? No, yeah, okay. thank you. <laughs> You're uh, welcome.
0: Take a time out. I want to talk about Emily Larson when we come back. All right. right.
3: I've done some research on Emily Larson. I'll give you that dope when we come back. But I've also done a lot of research on Croatia. And I really think Escape With Us Vacations has a wonderful trip planned. I can't wait. It's next year, July 14th to the 21st. They have ordered a second ship. The Adriatic King is full. They've ordered the Adriatic Queen, which has 15 staterooms. And if you would like to learn more information about that, it will be a fantastic trip. Go online to escapewithusvacations.com or locally dial Teresa or Maria at 651-788-4338. 651-788-4338 they'll give you all of the information that you need and they'll give you the uh, stopping points in port they'll give you the prices and they'll give you everything that's included escapewithusvacations.com it's going to be the trip of a lifetime escapewithusvacations.com and just let them know you heard it on garage logic
1: Not a Garage Logic Town Council member? Here's what you're missing.
0: I was sitting in a chair Sunday night. I got out of the chair, and I've never experienced such pain in my life in my
3: right leg, which would not work. Ooh. Couldn't walk. Well, you're lucky that you just got checked out thoroughly. Guaranteed you were dehydrated. How much do you drink a day? A lot. No, no, no. Way.
1: How much water do you drink a day?
0: Probably not enough water.
1: <laughs> well, it went from a lot to yeah. not <laughs> enough. How much water do you drink a day?
0: Oh, well, this was Sunday.
1: You had two cups of coffee before ten. You count the holy water or no? We
0: had a couple of NAs.
1: No, that doesn't help. I had some iced tea. Water. <laughs> no. Uh, I guess That's i did never have water. Maybe I'll I, buy that theory. I probably never have water.
5: Caffeine, that could dehydrate you. Yeah, most, whatever. Most looks I just don't water.
0: care. <laughs> never mind.
5: Go behind the scenes of Garage
1: Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com.
5: A lot to do before I got to get there at four o'clock. Hey boy.
3: It's the end of the world as we Ain't know it, sure, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Oh, it is, living in the new world, with an the
1: What Richmond
3: is this? Of Richmond, it's know. a... Uh, oh, is this Richmond, uh, the Richmond, yes. the
1: Richmond
0: North of... Yes. Richmond North of Richmond?
1: I don't think we've had a video clip been sent to us more than this one over the last, Ex- what, three somebody or four days? To this me guy's an on. overnight star. He is. And it is basically kind of straight out of GL, a little bit.
4: But How so? In what respect?
1: Well, he's he's attacking what? John, John help me here. But
5: he's attacking... I don't know the song. I don't know what you guys oh, are God, talking about. Oh, God, I thought about, you'd so. be all over Just this. Just Google, so, Google rich men north of Richmond." Rich
1: men. North, North, of of Ridge, of Richmond, North of Richmond, basically. Yeah.
4: Right. Washington.
1: Thank you. Tearing apart Washington. Yeah. And it's it's pretty good, um, but of course he's
4: being attacked because he's a, he's going after the establishment, right? What was it two or three weeks ago that we spent so much time talking about music-related, uh, some song? Somebody was in trouble. Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. Yeah. yeah, We promised ourselves that we wouldn't get... Fished into that promotional trap, but this is because a promotional that's all that. W- that's huh. I don't think this is a promotional. It all trap. is, Chris. Everything is a promotional mm, right. scam.
0: Yesterday, Senator Tina Smith held a fundraiser at her house. She's still around. I don't know where Tina lives. The co-hosts of the fundraiser were Mayor Melvin Carter of St. Paul and Speaker of the House Melissa Hortman, and it was on behalf of Emily Larson, who's running again for mayor. Of Duluth, and for six grand, what do you get? You were that you were a champion, <laughs> right? and it ran from three p.m. to five p.m. For six grand, you were a champion. For three grand, you were a patron. Okay, and for one grand, you were just a lousy a guest. peasant. You were just a. <laughs> and I got a note about. Uh, remember, in the primary, uh, Emily Larson was uh, handily defeated. By uh, Reinhardt up there, right? Yeah, right.
3: we have been in touch with. He does not have a booth at the Minnesota State Fair. He does not know if he will be down there for it. But I, I gave him the welcome to be hail the, show. the
0: Flashlight King. Hail, hail you! you. I am an early member of the town council and have been listening since I was, since I was at the U in the nineties. I was born and raised in Duluth. And aside from about eight years in the metro and a couple of years in Breckenridge, Colorado, I've lived in the area most of my 48 years. I live five miles north of Duluth, but I can tell you the main issues in Duluth and the reason Emily Larson got crushed in the primary are roads, 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 followed by crime, homelessness, and housing. As you are aware, Emily is a far-left regressive. She is focused almost exclusively on climate change and DEI, diversity Uh, Equity. equity and inclusion. She does not seem concerned with the core services that a mayor should be focused on, but rather she seems to be doing a lengthy tryout attempting to get the nod from her DFL puppet masters for a bigger spot. I would guess she would like a seat in Congress at some point because that's where the real money is made. There are examples of her failure in core services, but as a dad, I can tell you that one I hear constantly from other parents is her failure to get streets plowed. The last two winters, schools have been canceled for multiple days after snowstorms because they couldn't get the streets cleared. I would have begged for that when I was a kid, but the only time I remember that was Halloween of 1991. Would that be irony if the climate change mayor gets undone by weather? Kenny is somewhat mistaken about the makeup of a Duluth. There are far more captured lefties up here, and they cross all economic boundaries from college kids to wealthy trust funders. Emily lost all but five out of 34 precincts in the city, and the five she won just happened to be around the two colleges. That mm-hmm. means many of the people that would have likely voted for her in the last couple of elections went for Reinhardt. Roger Reinhardt is the perfect opponent to unseat her. He is a Democrat, but more the kind I grew up with. He is reasonable, understands the job as an active military member, former state lawmaker, and lawyer. In other words, he is a stand-up guy and not on the third rail. I don't agree with all of his ideas, but we would see eye-to-eye on many things. In my opinion, what really makes him different from Emily is he gives you the sense that he is coming to his own conclusions, and he could be moved from those conclusions by a rational argument from the other side. Emily comes off as the type who gets most of her ideas from her fellow mayors of Minneapolis and St. Paul, as well as NPR. She knows more than you do. She is smarter than you, and she knows what is best for you. Her response to getting crushed in the primary was classic. She blamed the people by saying they didn't take the primary seriously, (laughs) even though the turnout was double that of the last primary she faced. (laughs) At this point, it is... Highly unlikely that she will be real that she will be reelected. But I've seen stranger things happen in Duluth. I will continue to live happily just outside of the grasp of Duluth city politics. But for the future of my hometown, I will donate to Roger's campaign. Uh, give me a little Emily Larson dope.
3: All right, born in the capital city of Saint Paul, youngest of three children. Her mom, a poet. And her father, an IT worker, divorced when she was ten. But they both later remarried. Bachelor's degree in Remar- social married each other, but both later remarried. Oh, I'm whatever. Sure. Uh, bachelor's degree in social work from the College of Saint Scholastica. That's a uh, course you can't fail. Master's degree from the University of Minnesota Duluth. Uh, I don't know. A graduate of the Intermedia Arts Creative Community Leadership Institute. Well, you what? can't what hell hell Larson that. Larson served on the advisory committee that helped develop the Duluth Energy Efficiency Program, DEEP. Um, she's also worked for CHUM, a charity assisting homeless people at, and people at high risk for homelessness. And as a consultant to other nonprofit organizations, she owns a small business that specializes in helping nonprofits. Pardon me. Uh, she's married to Doug Zahn, co-owner of Duluth-based design firm, Wagner Zahn Architecture, and they have two sons. She's an active trail runner and fitness enthusiast. How old is she? 49. Okay. Uh, I hope to God she gets defeated, because she's, isn't,
0: isn't she's doing for Duluth exactly what Carter and Fry are doing to St. Paul and Minneapolis. Yeah. Isn't Chum... Fish, cuts. yeah, yeah stuff you throw out in the water. It's a horrible name for a charity. <laughs> hey,
4: it's the yeah. chum bucket well, from yeah. SpongeBob. Yeah. Sponge
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, let's put Plankton. it this way:
0: uh, Duluth, St. Paul, and Minneapolis are a long way from Terry, Montana. Okay hail the flashlight king and his court gestures hail 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 you. you here is a snapshot of small town americana terry montana style it is the weekend of the prairie county fair and one of the two annual parades is the saturday morning of the fair the second is the first tuesday of december hosted by chamber of commerce and is a christmas light parade the parades are always led by the american legion prairie post 32. For the majority of the last 12 years, my trailer has been used to carry the flags although the December parade only uses one ring of flags with one light illuminating the flags. This year, I pressed my mother-in-law's truck into service due to the wife moving our daughter and her friend out to Wisconsin for college. Each ring has stanchions for 12 flags around the outside with one flag in the middle, one for each of the original uh, colonies. Keith Olson sent me this and sent me a picture. The, The bed of the pickup truck is just a mass of American flags. Cool. Uh, I Mm. don't think you're going to see that in Duluth. No, Uh, probably not. I don't think you're going to see that in St. Paul. No. And I don't think you're going to see that in Minneapolis. No. That flag can be triggering, you know. You do see it in the outskirts, though. Of course you do. do. Country Mm, folk. Of course
4: you do. Uh, Terry (laughs) is right on 94, between 94 and uh, the Yellowstone River. I'm going to guess two hours in, past Glendive. Yeah. Just, I'm going to guess two hours west of North Dakota, 562
1: people. Or it's probably still lighter at 11 p.m. right now. Yeah.
4: Too much
0: sky out
1: there in Montana. Way too much you sky. You know,
0: I don't know if you know this or not, but they call it big sky country.
4: Yeah. Really? Yeah. It it's is? overwhelming yeah. oh, just yeah. pressing down <laughs> yeah. on you. There's yeah. no relief uh, tell you from you what, the sky. You
1: know where you could still a lot of bugs be gone? <laughs> yeah. Montana.
0: Only yeah. because they come to us all the way. Now we have a new location for the traveling Lymans. They're in Bodo, Norway. B-O-D-O, Bodo, Norway, com. It was on this day. Joe, today is August 14th. The council house of the Indian agency at St. Peter is destroyed by arson. Arson is struck again on Feb 24, 1831, burning the agency home. Indian agent Laura, uh, Lawrence Taliaferro was unpopular with corrupt traders who disliked his strict enforcement of federal rules. Interesting. On this day in 1848... 814. Well, residents of the land that would become St. Paul, nearly all of whom are squatters, <laughs> s- sent Henry H. Sibley to a land sale at St. Croix Falls, where, as their agent, he formerly purchased lots for them. Huh. Mm. So well, okay. let me see if I got this straight. Squatters in St. Paul apparently had enough money to send Sibley... St. Croix Falls where they bought lots. So that means that St. Croix, Croix Falls basically then was founded by squatters from St. Paul. <laughs> That's how I read it
3: very unl- on yeah, this day
0: in history. That's how I read it. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many council people we'll see tonight. Quite a few, I bet. But we'll see you tonight. And... Uh, are you going to be able
4: to, are you going to be there? Hang on come? to
0: your hats. It's going to be a Whopper. It's going to be a, a Whopper. Of, a lot yeah. of entertainment what are we having will be members? going on. Whoppers? I don't know what we're having there. Do you
1: order off a menu? That's true. You guys have yet to attend yes. the, the CDT. I've never yeah. been there. I've been there. It's, it's Oh, you have been there. Yeah, it's okay. been a long Although time. The CP
0: has a faint memory of, of, we. she thinks we were there one time. And I, I saw, it's, it's coming back to me a little bit. I think what I did I you see? South Pacific with the I Mather don't know what Lake. we saw. Thank so you, G. Ellis.
5: evening. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals ready-to-eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like calorie smart Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to Factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. And use code GarageLogic50 to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at FactorMeals.com/GarageLogic50. You get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next box while your subscription is active. Thank you.
4: <laughs> you
3: will see a stranger.
5: <laughs> Let me guess. Was it
1: a media night?
3: <laughs> uh, no, this was prior to me working here. Okay, good. <laughs> it's a long time ago. <laughs> will, we, will we be doing ads tonight?
1: Uh, most likely we will not be, Joe, because it's a bonus show because we did the regular podcast today.
4: That's why we did this show. See? See
1: saying
3: something, but I can't hear
1: him. Yes, sir. He's saying, "Join the Garage Logic YouTube channel."
3: Yeah, subscribe. Subscribe to YouTube. Uh, uh, subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. And then when you're done watching all the videos there, head over to garagelogic.com. Click on the Garage Logic Town Council and become a member. Ten bucks a month, hundred dollars a year, and you will be in with pre-show, post-show during the breaks. You'll get the vibe on, on how we treat the help during the breaks. That's the Garage Logic Town Council. Thank you.